Welcome to the Great Movie Ride Podcast, where the world of motion pictures and theme park attractions collide, featuring your host, Donald Helene III. And now, on with the show! Hey everybody, welcome to the Great Movie Ride Podcast. I'm Donald Helene III, your host. Uh, this is our first episode, uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, it's not going to be a full episode, we're just sort of here to introduce the concept to you. I say we, it's just me. I'm alone. Nobody's here. But uh, it's cool. Uh, this is a, a show that's going to examine how uh, theme park attractions and uh, movies uh, often interact with each other and, uh, and, and inspire each other. So it's a little bit about movies, a little bit about theme parks, and uh, everything in between. So uh, hold on to your seats, folks. It's the wildest wide in the wilderness. It's the Great Movie Ride Podcast. Okay. This, uh, this is going to be a little bit of an intro to the whole concept of the show, so uh, bear with me. Um, you're probably wondering exactly what the show is about, what we're going to be doing here, so let me give you a little bit of backstory. Recently, um, I offered to write for a website called uh, tarstarkus.net. Uh, it's a website that focuses on films and pop culture, uh, usually bad films, but not always. Um, and uh, I was I was accepted. Uh, the uh, the head writer said absolutely come on board. And uh, the first article I wrote for the website was called The Great Movie Ride, and in which I examined how Pirates of the Caribbean went from Disneyland's most popular attraction to um, one of the um, greatest movie franchises in modern history. So it's sort of that was the inspiration, and I want to continue it because I think it has uh, some really good potential to become. A really good series, and I figured that these that a podcast might be a really good supplement to the articles. So my goal is is when I release an article or, or finish releasing an article about a film or a, a ride, I'm going to do a little bit of a podcast to sort of supplement that, talk about it, talk about the history of the ride or the film and all that good stuff. Um, you might be wondering why I'm into theme parks. Um, well, it's because I like storytelling, um, and that mainly stems from a love of film. Uh, ever since I've been little, I knew I wanted to be involved in film. When I was really young, I thought I wanted to be an actor. Uh, then I discovered in high school that what I really wanted to do was make movies. Ever since then, I've been sort of on the path to, to, to make movies. Uh, it took a while. Uh, I took, took a few years off after high school that uh, some were planned, some were not. Uh, but eventually I got into film school, and I'm in film school right now, and, you know, I work at a movie theater in my spare time, uh, I go to the movies all the time. Movies are my thing. Um, but theme parks have always been sort of a secondary passion for me, because when I was very little, we went to Disney World. I think I was six the first time my family went to Disney World. I was six, my sister was one, and our parents took us down to Florida, and we had a great time. Uh, it was an absolute blast, and I was instantly fascinated with this world where people could go and interact with fantasy, where they could leave the real world and step into the worlds of, of fantasy, adventure, tomorrow, you know, and, or the worlds of their favorite movies and TV shows. It was just a really cool thing. And as a kid, it just blew my mind. I got to meet Mickey Mouse. I got to meet Cinderella. It was, you know, everything a kid could want. 
is a Disney World. So it sort of it definitely imprinted on me at a very young age, and I've always been fascinated with it. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was designing my own Disney theme parks with, um, you know, Disney Country, I believe I called it, where I was, you know, it took place, it was in New England, and it would close during the winter, but during the summer, it was going to be a paradise of Disney parks, you know, because, you know, as a kid, you don't really think about logistics, you're just like, well, I gotta make this thing, it'll be really cool, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've definitely had a long-standing fascination with, with, with theme parks, so when it came time to start talking about what I wanted to write for TarsTarkus.net, I sort of said, well, theme parks are a big thing for me, and a lot of theme parks either base their attractions on movies or are inspired by movies. So that's a place I could start. And then I thought about it and went, well, there are, there's a theme park right now that has created films based on their attractions, and that's Disney. Um, and so I said, well, Pirates of the Caribbean is the most popular, so I figured I would start with Pirates of the Caribbean and go from there. And Pirates of the Caribbean is, is just a fascinating tale of how it became what it is. And I won't get into that right now. I'm going to save that for the podcast that goes with the Pirates of the Caribbean articles. But, you know, Disneyland is the start of it all. Theme parks today would not exist if it wasn't for Walt Disney's idea for Disneyland. Now, I don't worship at the feet of Walt Disney. I don't think he's the greatest man in the history of the world. But he was definitely an innovator and a genius when it came to creative thinking. And he certainly set the bar high for theme parks, because there's nothing like Disneyland or Disney World in the world, except for what Disney does. Of course, there have been parks that have sprung up all over the world. There's there's Disneyland uh, in Tokyo, there's Disneyland in Paris, there's uh, Hong Kong, and uh, as eventually they're going to be opening a park in Shanghai. So it's spreading all over the world, but Disney is the only company that does what Disney does. Universal has tried to emulate them, and while Universal has had really good success in the theme park world, it's nothing close to what you'd see at Disney. Although, they are getting better at realizing that what you really need to do is immerse somebody into theming and uh, keep up, you know, that, that fantasy. But as good as Universal is, you know, they're not Disney. And, you know, even some of the smaller, you know, amusement parks in the country, like things you can find in various, like, central areas or even Six Flags, uh, do a lot of things that are inspired by Disney, but, you know, they, they don't really care that much about theming. Uh, I went to Six Flags a couple summers ago, and I was talking with a girl dressed as Hawk Girl in the DC comic book area, and she was talking to me about what she was going to do when she got out of work. Not out of work as Hawkeye, Hawk Girl, but out of work as leaving Six Flags and going home. <laughs> so there's definitely not the same level of attention to detail uh, or, or character-driven, you know, interactivity, but it's definitely not terrible, and I think it's interesting. I went to Six Flags and I was surrounded by Gotham City. That's really cool, even though uh, I couldn't ride a lot of the rides because I'm not really into loopy roller coasters. But, you know, it was really interesting to be immersed in that world. But Disney is the only company that does it at that level. So, so majorly, I'm interested in the storytelling of, you know, theme parks. Uh, Disney, like I said, they they tell a story from the moment you walk in. Universal does the same thing. Universal story is the same at every park. It's um, you're, enter you're entering a studio that they shoot movies at and television shows. Um, although they did branch out a little bit with Islands of Adventure, which is more of, a, of a distinct separate areas of storytelling. But, you know, it's really interesting to see how theme parks have all 
evolved from what happened in 1955 with Disneyland to today. You know, Disneyland was a lot of dark rides when it opened, a lot of simple attractions that didn't have a lot of interactivity. You sat in a vehicle and it took you places. And uh, nowadays, uh, a lot of the rides at theme parks ask you to get involved. Like Star Tours bring at uh, Disney World and Disneyland now picks guests to be the rebel spy. Um, there's Toy Story Mania at Hollywood Studios and California Adventure, which allows guests to play carnival games and spin around as they get points. That's, that's really cool, and it certainly wouldn't have happened in 1955. But what I think is really interesting is that if you go to Disney World today, one of the most popular rides in Fantasyland is Peter Pan's Flight. This is one of the rides that was one of the first rides at Disneyland, and certainly the, one of the first rides at Walt Disney World, and the technology is remarkably simple. It's just a dark ride that you hang from the ceiling as opposed to the floor. But people love it. It's one of the most popular rides there. It always has a long line, and it always runs out of fast passes. So it's interesting to see that people today, in this world that is completely dependent on technology and interactivity, can be as entertained as the people in 1955 were by a very simple dark ride. Now, of course, Disney World is uh, is sort of losing some of the older dark rides to bring in some more new ones. Um, uh, right now in Fantasyland, they just took out the old Snow White ride, which was one of the firsts, and they're going to be bringing in a new ride called the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, which will allow guests to go through the mines in a, in, in a similar attraction to what was there, except with a little bit more of a thrill, a little bit more of a modern spin, on how they bring it to life. That's what's really cool because it really brings Disney's dream to life, which is he said that Disneyland would never be completed as long as there was imagination in the world. And that's a little bit of a cheesy line and definitely made up for the press, but it's true in a way because the Imagineers and the people at Disney don't rest on their haunches. They, they actually go out there and they, they look at the park and say, what can we do? What, can, what could be new? What could be interesting and what will get people to come back again? Because that's a major part of theme parks, is realizing that you have to change things up every now and again, otherwise no one's going to come back. Why would you go back to Disney World every year or every three years or whatever if it's the same rides you've been on a million times? Sometimes that can get some nostalgia, but in the end it probably gets a little old. So, going back and discovering new things. Like the last time I went back there was a whole new theme park. I hadn't been there since they introduced the Animal Kingdom. So, you know, it definitely offers a, a large... Um, satisfaction of, of entertainment. You know, you get to really be entertained by new things every time you go. And that's the cool magic of, of, of Disney, or any theme park for that matter. So, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really fascinated by theme parks and how they work. And, and of course, tying it into movies is really one of the things that uh, fascinates me because they really do uh, feature similar concepts, but they're done different ways. And it's interesting to see now in more modern times how they're coming together and inspiring each other. Uh, the best example would be the Pirates of the Caribbean series where the ride inspired a movie and then the movies in turn went and inspired the ride. That's pretty cool. So that's what this series is going to be about. It's not going to be uh, necessarily a weekly thing or anything like that. I may also go into a little bit of news about some of the cool attractions coming to various theme parks around the world that I know about. Um, I'm not the most knowledgeable person when it comes to theme parks. I'm just a nerd who has a lot of little trivia facts in my head that I can't really bust out at parties because nobody cares. So it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of a sad life, I think. <laughs> 
But I hope that you're interested and that you'll stick around and pay attention to future episodes and future articles. Uh, I'd like to thank TarsTarkus.net um, for letting me uh, write for the website and inspiring me to do this. It's it's gonna, I think it's going to be a fun ride. So uh, we'll see you at the next episode, which will be about Pirates of the Caribbean uh, and the sequels. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a good one.